Welcome to the Positive Pig Podcast with me, your host, Sophie Waddington, where I share with you everything that I know about mindset and manifestation. If you enjoy the podcast and would like more content, including live interactive workshops, lunar events, book recommendations, weekly self-development journal prompts, access to a private community and more, then come and join the Vibe Tribe. You can find me on Patreon by searching Vibe Tribe with Sophie Waddington or by clicking the link in my Instagram bio at Positive Pig Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 78. I hope that you are all well. I am very well because as you are listening to this, it is currently half term and I am soaking up the sunshine on a beach in Spain. Well, I'm not actually. I'm sat in bed with my electric blanket on again uh, because I'm pre-recording this in advance ready for my holidays. But I'm very fucking excited. I'm not excited about the packing, however, and I'm feeling a little bit anxious about the flying. But as I mentioned when I went to Krakow um, a couple of months ago, that was the first time in 10 fucking years, 10 years, that I didn't cry on the plane. So I'm going to be doing some tapping this week in preparation for my flight. So this week, I'm going to talk to you about imposter syndrome because that is something I have been experiencing very recently. Actually, I've been experiencing this intermittently for most of my life, very much like the majority of the population. And imposter syndrome is that niggling feeling that I'm sure you are familiar with, because I'm sure we all are. And it comes from the limiting belief that we've picked up somewhere along the line that we are in some way not good enough. And for me, I have experienced this particularly in jobs when maybe I've been maybe doing a little bit better than I thought. And then those thoughts come flowing in and The reason that I am currently experiencing it is because once again, I am pushing myself out of my comfort zone because that's where all the good shit is to take the next step in my career. As you know, I have wanted to make podcasting and helping people discover their own power my full-time career for a while. This podcast has actually just turned two years old as well, which is exciting. And I really want to work for myself and escape the ties of being employed. I know that stepping into the world of self-employment is not something that is easy and I'll actually probably end up working more than you are when you're employed. But I'm just not made for the employment life. I'm I'm supposed to have the freedom to create as I see fit. And so after being asked countless times by my lovely listeners, I have decided to offer my first one-to-one coaching package. Oh, very excited and also a little bit scared. So if you are interested in working with me, head over to my website, www.positivepig.co.uk and you'll find it there with all the details in the shop. So before I carry on with this episode, I'm just going to give myself a little bit of a plug and tell you what that's going to look like. So what I'm offering at the minute, and I say at the minute because I am going to create other offers in the future, but this one is a four-week manifestation and mindset coaching package where we'll have four consecutive weekly video calls, which will be one-to-one, and they're going to be about 45 minutes long, but let's be honest, they're probably going to be more like an hour because, oh, my pizza's here, hang on. I'm back. Also, this pizza, I have pineapple pizza, pineapple margarita, absolutely banging, as is the delivery driver. I think he might be the love of my life. 
think I might ask him out on a date next time he delivers my pizza. Anyway, this is why I get imposter syndrome because, you know, you listen to all these really polished podcasts and then you've got like Gloria attacking me and me getting a delivery takeaway halfway through the podcast and not cutting it out. But there you go. We like to keep it real. So what was I saying? Right, so it's going to be four consecutive weekly video calls, about 45 minutes or an hour, where I'm going to help you kind of cultivate a positive mindset by reshaping your self-concept and unpicking all the limiting beliefs that might be holding you back, help you to master the art of manifestation. So we're going to look at setting intentions, visualisation, finding actionable steps that you can take towards them. We're going to unlock the hidden potential that is laying, lying, laying, laying, within everyone and look at what your passions are and finding out what your purpose is and how to make that work for you and give you a bit of a mindset makeover so that you can become the creator of your reality rather than just the victim of your circumstances and in between those sessions I'm going to be checking in on you for accountability purposes to keep you on track and address any issues that have come up as a result of the work that you're doing. So basically, I'm just going to tailor the package to your personal needs and be there supporting you and guiding you along the way for the month that we are working together. And the price of that package for now is going to be £333 because, you know, we'll love an angel number. And that's going to be like an introductory price. And then that's going to increase in the new year. So if that sounds like a bit of you, get in touch with me via the Facebook group or you can DM me on Instagram. Or if you like a good old email, there is an option to contact me and book through the website. How fucking exciting. I can't wait to work with you. We are also approaching the end of October now. So we're going to be starting a new month in the Vibe Tribe on the 1st of November. And this month we're going to be doing something a little bit different. I'm hoping goes down well. Um, And focusing on the shadow side of ourselves. So doing some shadow work, doing some real digging into that part of ourselves, which is hugely beneficial part of the manifestation process and often a part that people tend to avoid. So if you fancy that, come and join us in there. That's about £10 a month and you've got access to all the past content. And you can find that by Googling Vibe Tribe with Sophie Waddington. So let's talk now about ways that we can overcome these feelings of imposter syndrome. First of all, I am just going to hype you up for a minute because as I was talking about in last week's pod, I am fortunate enough to have a few people in my life that do exactly this for me. And if it wasn't for those people, I know I wouldn't be at the point that I am today. So I just want to give you a little reminder. You have lived a whole life. You might be 17, you might be 57, you might be 77, you might be 107. And those years of experience that you have under your belt are so much more valuable than any kind of qualification, whatever the role is. I have got a degree in teaching, but it is not the degree in teaching that made me a good teacher. It's the experience that I've had in the classroom. A degree doth butter no fucking parsnips. It doesn't tell you anything. You walk in that classroom for the first time, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You do not have a clue. You only start to learn when you are in that situation. There is no other way. So whether the role is a work one, a relationship one, a parent one, it's all the same. You can apply this to anything. And that experience only continues to improve. I can't remember words it today. I think it must be that pineapple. That experience only continues to improve the more you age. You know 
a lot more than you think, a lot more than you give yourself credit for. You've got so many more skills than you think you have. And there are so many more people than you realise whose lives you have positively impacted upon. You are also capable of learning any new fucking skill that you want to do, anything, and acquiring more experience. Just for a second, let's imagine a scenario. Let's say that you are the boss of a hugely successful company and you are looking for a PA. I currently have an imaginary PA called Patricia and she helps me (laughs) to visualise what it will be like when I am in this position myself. So you're looking for a PA. Let's say that you've got two applicants. The first applicant is 55 years old. And there's another candidate who is 25 years old. And the 25-year-old is fresh out of uni. They've never worked before. They have a first-class degree in computer logistics. I've completely fucking made that up. I don't even know if that makes sense or exists. But it sounds fancy. So stay with me. And the role is to schedule meetings, manage... Uh, paperwork, communicate with a team of people, create posts for social media, email people and a lot of other roles, support that person, that boss of the company. And as a 55-year-old, let's say now you're the 55-year-old, you've got very limited knowledge of computers and you just know the absolute basics. As the boss of this company, which candidate would you choose? Is it the computer logistics specialist who's never had a job before but is very enthusiastic, has a degree, or is it the 55-year-old mum of two, grandma of three, who has worked in, I don't know, a bakery, a dentist receptionist, a fruit and veg market, who's raised a family, maybe been through a divorce, maybe a couple of divorces, and has a really kind, caring, helpful personality and somebody that you can instantly connect with. Because I can tell you right now, if that was me, if I was the boss of that successful company, it would be the 55-year-old all day long. Because no amount of qualifications will ever be as valuable as life experience. And the only way that you get that experience is by being willing to step outside of your comfort zone and try your hand at something new. You can teach someone how to send an email and create a post for Instagram It might take you a day, but you can do it. You can't teach someone how to interact and connect with a diverse range of people that you might have in your company and that they might have to connect with. And that's not to discredit the 25-year-old with the degree. You fucking go, Glenn Coco. Life has just begun. Go and throw yourself into every opportunity that comes your way without worrying too much about what you want to do with your life because you've got plenty of time to figure that out along the way. But what I'm saying is that you can't compare yourself to anyone else because they're not you and your uniqueness and individual life experience is where your value lies in any role, whether it be work, motherhood, relationships, anything else. So please, please don't write yourself off. Be teachable, ask for help and bring everything that you've got from your life experiences, both work and personal, I would say mostly personal though, to the table because you've got a lot to offer, a lot more than you think you have. Obviously, I work in a school and I hear a lot of teachers talking about how oh they'd like to retire early or they'd like to leave, but they can only teach. And honestly, I could like punch them in the fucking face. I won't, obviously, but <laughs> I just want to kind of remind them of all the skills that you have if you have been a teacher. And I know not everybody's been a teacher, but I also know I have a lot of teachers that listen to me. If you are a teacher, you are so much more than that. 
you're a fucking doctor. You are doing first aid left, right and centre. Maybe not a doctor, but, you know, you get in there. You are a counsellor. You have to make sure that everybody's um, well-being is taken care of and that if there's anything going on at home, that you're supporting the child, you're supporting the parent. You are a stage performer. You have to put on this act every day, all day, to keep those children engaged in what you're trying to do. You have to adapt your approach to fit different types of learners. You have to do assemblies. You're a public speaker. You stand in front of a big crowd of people. I know they're only small people, but small people are even harder to get to listen to you than big people. So you're doing all of these things and you're managing a load of paperwork, you're inputting data, you are communicating with people outside of your school environment. You do some, honestly, I could go on and on and on and on, but you do so many things. You could be a fucking lion tamer. If you can manage to get a class to all sit down and listen at the same time, you can train a fucking lion, I'm telling you right now. So don't think, oh, I can only do this job. Think about what you can offer, what are the skills that are transferable to another role? And it doesn't just have to be to do with work, that could be anything. If you've been in a relationship or two relationships or three relationships, if you've had five divorces, you have learned from every single relationship and each one of those has given you lessons and things that you need to work on in future to make you the best possible partner for somebody else and them to be the best possible partner for you. It gives you boundaries. It gives you very high standards. And all of these are great. So think about what you, in fact, no, don't think about, get your fucking journal out and write down all the things that you have done both at home, in your personal life and in work. And when you were younger, write down all of those skills that you have. And just that is going to be the first thing to do to start overcoming that imposter syndrome. Guys, I've had a slight transition. I am now sat on a balcony in Spain and it's fucking glorious. Absolutely glorious. Beautiful. So um, I forgot to record the other half of my pod. So I'm recording it now outside in the sunshine, living my best life. So... Yeah, following on from what I was just saying before I uh, went away for two days and went on holiday, have you seen a film called The Intern? I absolutely love it. It's Robert De Niro and um, what's called Anne Hathaway, and it's about this guy who is like, I don't know how old he is, maybe like 70s, and he applies for a job as an intern at this... um, brand new kind of clothes business and it's just such a good film like i would highly recommend watching it in keeping up with what we've just been talking about i've had to move inside guys it was a little bit uh choppy in the sea and i could hear it in the background anyway i'm now sat in a glass conservatory looking out at it i am sweating my bollocks off i won't lie but you know the audio comes first So the next way to overcome your imposter syndrome is to start celebrating your successes and your little wins rather than playing them down as nothing. And a lot of us suffer with daftitis, that's what I call it, feeling daft. Is daft a word outside of England? I don't know. I've never thought about that. Well, if not, it means like feeling embarrassed or silly about something. 
And we can often get that at the start of a journey, whatever that journey might be, because we're worrying too much about what other people think of us still. And that, believe me, will fuck off the most self-development work that you do. Um, But it's very common. You're worrying about what people are thinking of you. And I remember when I started this podcast, I was suffering from an extreme case of daftitis. And I remember posting on my Facebook before I had a page for it or an Instagram or anything. I just did it on my own like personal Facebook page, sharing the link for the first episode, which in itself took me about 20 minutes to gather the bollocks to do it. Um, but once I had done that, I went through and I hid the post from quite a number of people. And it was because I was really concerned about how daft I would feel if they knew about it. And I remember like those first few days after people saying, oh, well, this is your podcast. And I was like mortified at the thought of somebody listening to it, which is ridiculous because now I will just talk about it until the cows or pigs come home. So if you have a win, whatever it might be, it might be like a great week in your business. Maybe you've got your kids to sleep through for the first time in months without chloroforming them. You might have met the man of your dreams and taken one of them like sickly photos together. Just put it out there. And don't hide it because anyone who is going to comment negatively or roll their eyes or, you know, kind of bitch about it is doing that purely from a lack of their own self-worth. It's nothing to do with you. And once you get your head around that idea, I found that very helpful. Most people want to see other people succeed. And doing that will also help you start proving to yourself and to your subconscious that actually you are very capable, more capable than you thought. And when you're doubting yourselves, and we we all have those times where you doubt yourself 100%, even when you are way into something, whatever that might be, you will doubt yourself at some point and you'll be able to look back at how far you've come. So, for example, I post every time I hit another 10,000 downloads and that might not seem that big, but there was a time where I could not imagine having 10,000 downloads and now... I'm at like 60,000 downloads nearly. So watch out for that one. That'll be coming soon on Instagram. Um, But there have been times where I've not, like almost not posted that because it doesn't seem like big enough or worthy enough to share with everybody who follows me. And I get this little thought sometimes that nobody gives a shit. But I have to remind myself that actually I'm posting that for me to celebrate another milestone in that, that journey. And looking back on those really helps me to overcome any feelings of not being good enough. So no matter how big or small your win is, celebrate it. Accept the kind comments, the, pos- the you know, like the pat on the back and and uh, the well done with grace and stop playing down your progress just because it's not perfect or it's not what somebody else has done, which brings me on to my final suggestion that I have for you this week for overcoming imposter syndrome. And that is to openly be authentically yourself. Sometimes the reason that we feel like an imposter in the first place is because we might be trying from a good place often, but we might be trying to emulate somebody else and we're trying to do what they do exactly because it's worked for them and we want to receive those same results that they're having. And this is where we go wrong. The reason that we are what's the word, like idolising or looking up to or putting that person on the pedestal is because they have developed the skill of having magnetic energy. And the way that they've done that, for the most part, is by being 100% themselves with the flaws as well. 
nothing is more attractive and produces more success than just embracing and you know being very open about loving who you are and if you're trying to become somebody that you're not and i just want to clarify though that you can become whoever you want to be in the way that you can evolve over and over and reinvent yourself and become better versions of yourself but you can't become somebody else they're already taken so if you are trying to replicate somebody else and you are coming across that way, then that energy that you'll be giving out is inauthentic and it will actually do the opposite of what you want it to do. It'll repel all of those things that you want to bring in. It'll send them further away. So if you start to do those other things that I've mentioned, like journaling all of the skills and the traits and the personality um, traits that you bring to the table from your own life experience and celebrating those small wins which will in turn build up to bigger wins alongside being authentic and accepting yourself as you are at this moment with a view to keep evolving you will do that you will naturally evolve into this version of yourself that you desire to be and you'll start to feel like actually oh i do belong that imposter syndrome that you once had will no longer be there hanging around and bothering you and holding you back So I hope that you found this episode useful. Fairly short and sweet, that one, wasn't it? But, uh, you know, I'm on my holes, guys. So if you've got a second, I would really appreciate you leaving me a review. I cannot tell you how much it helps me to grow the podcast. I was talking about this the other day. I was thinking, how the fuck have I actually ended up with 60,000 downloads? Because I'm really not very good at advertising it, am I? Like, nobody really knows about this podcast unless they just happen to fall upon it and then follow me on instagram (laughs) so it really does help me to grow the podcast so i also read all those little reviews as my wins when i'm feeling a bit like an imposter or i'm feeling like everybody else's podcast is much better than mine and i'm never going to get there they get me straight back on track because I love reading how it has impacted your life positively. So I truly, truly appreciate every single one of them that you leave me. And I'm off to have a dip in the sea and drink ungodly amounts of Malibu and pineapple. So I hope that you have a wonderful week and I will speak to you all next Monday. Have a fabulous week. See you later. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to come and follow me on Instagram at Positive Pig Podcast and subscribe so that you never miss an episode. If you have a minute, I'd love you to leave me a review to help this podcast reach an even wider audience. Thanks for listening.